Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Low Mid Podcast. A little switch up today. You got Ramel doing the intro because my two fellow hosts are doing a debate between Tyler and Earl. Who would win in a rap battle? And to my right, representing Tyler, we have... Huey Revolution. I know what the fuck going on, yeah? And to my left, representing Earl Sweatshirt, we have... Nemo Dezeris. Yeah. Exactly. So here's how we're going to get into it. It's going to be a debate between Earl and Tyler, and they're going to... Um, debate who would win in a rap battle this is very interesting so how's this going to work round one will occur both sides will give their argument then a cross-examination of each other's arguments will occur round two will occur and then i will give the uh i guess what the debaters um another extra minute to give any closing thoughts or to strengthen their argument or to you know try and try to sway me and then i will make a decision who i think had the better argument and who rapper would win in the motherfucking rap you know what i'm saying goddamn rap battle and shit so without further ado we're gonna get just right into it um and so who's going first your boy huey revolution is going first your boy Huey revolution is going first so huey you have a minute 30 okay to formulate your first argument and it starts right the fuck now good evening ladies and gentlemen of the jury my name is Huey Revolution. I'll be representing Tyler, the creator. Even you though did. he needs yeah. no introduction, you already know who he is. Tyler, the motherfucking creator. So coming into this uh, debate, it's no secret that I may be at what some people would perceive that as, as a disadvantage, right? Because Earl, he's the lyrical guy, right? That's his thing. That's what he does. But people underestimate Tyler, right? Tyler may not focus heavily as heavily as Earl does on, you know, double entendres and metaphors, at least not to the same degree. But let's not act like he can't hold his own in any stretch of the imagination when it comes to any rapper, including Tyler. I mean, including Earl. Tyler's gotten himself to the top of the rap game by himself, leading Odd Future, a group which Earl was a part of, by the way, wasn't leading. Oh, you know what I'm saying? That's just Tyler. He he's at the top in any fa- of every facet of the imagination. He had the number one rap album this year, um, and you know he's Tyler. You know what I'm saying? So, um, when it comes to rapping, Tyler's lyrical gymnastics aren't far, far behind Earl in any stretch of the imagination. And what he lacks maybe in going that deep with his bars, he makes up for it with charisma, dynamic energy, and magnetic imagery. So what I'll say with this, uh, with my opening words is that I don't think Earl would be able to compete with Tyler when it comes to energy level. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That was a good strong opening argument with some valid points that I could definitely see. Now for Nemoid. Three, (laughs) two, one. Going for Earl. All right. So like you said it, Earl... He's the lyrical mastermind in this battle, and with that being said, he's also a flow mastermind with this battle, being influenced by Neptune. So, Earl, now, okay, so, let's, let's all pretend that these guys are going into a serious rap battle, like, not, not grooving around type shit, like, that's what, uh, that's what they'll do in real life, but in a real battle, let's just say that they have all prepared, so Earl, he would definitely be having his punchlines, like, hit really hard and, and very 
particular and very particular parts of his flow because you know that's 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 what he does like he, he loves to write but and like you said as well not only does he have the double entendres but he has the triple entendres as well and you know bro he's he's just gonna fucking eat up tyler bro he's gonna fucking eat up tyler if, if, this, was a, if this was a real thing because he's got so much shit against him that they're, they're so close against each other what else? Is that the minute? If minute you're, 30. You you're got done, you you're got, done, but you got 20 more got seconds 20. if you have anything else to say. Oh, um uh, I'll save the rest for the cross-examination. Right. Okay, cool. So initially it seems like you're saying that Tyler's charisma and his his charisma can make up yeah, for man. whatever for whatever triple entendres that Earl <laughs> And yeah. Nemo's initial argument is that Earl's wordplay and his style is going to override anything that Tyler will be able to throw at him. Yeah. All right. So now we have the cross examination between the two combatants. And I guess whichever one of you guys wants to cross examine first, you know what I'm saying? It'll be Huey. All right. And so let's get that going. Nemo, who was 15 when they first drew that donut? (laughs) Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Excuse me? Huh? Yeah. Tyler. Tyler the creator. All right. Who's a walking paradox? No, he's not. No, fuck. (laughs) No, we'll fuck. Tyler the creator. And who did Earl message on MySpace telling him that he was his stan? Uh, I don't remember. Tyler the Creator, sir. Tyler the Creator, (laughs) sir. Earl is a Tyler the Creator stan, and he has been since day one. Hold up, man. Pause the time. Let me find this message right quick. All right, let me me read you this fucking message. Let me just read you an excerpt of it. It makes my fucking day when I look in my comment box thing and I get one word comment from you. I feel like Stan. You know, those those are uh, you know what I, you know what parentheticals or whatever. But Earl, man, he looks up to Tyler. You know what I'm saying? He's the big brother he never had. That's his words, by the way. There's no way that the little brother can defeat the big brother, especially not when the big brother has so much charisma, energy, brutal bars. And his immature personality is going to make for some of the funniest rap battle lines that you've ever heard in his life, in your life. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, um, who has more energy, Earl or Tyler, Nemo? <laughs> <laughs> who is it, Nemo? Wait, I want to hear him answer first. That was a good one. No, it <laughs> it's Tyler, ladies and gentlemen. All right. That, that was, was Huey's one. cross-examination. And now, Nemo, your cross-examination. All right, here we so when Earl went away for three years, what what's the name of the hashtag? Hashtag free Earl. Right, and what was on T-shirts? Earl's face. And free Earl was on T-shirts as well. Now, when they got when Odd Future got their first interview, they wanted to see Earl. They were like, "Where's Earl?" But he was already locked up. So the, the fact that Earl being like a lyricist ahead of his generation it already put him ahead of everybody else because he was looked at as the oddball because he was really like the only one taking the rap shit like super seriously and that fucking attracted a lot of attention in fact it's one of the things that made him go viral now <laughs> okay <laughs> now about you being about Tyler being like a goofy ass nigga or whatever. Earl was already like that before he met up with Tyler. And in fact, Tyler called Earl his brother more than Earl did. Okay. Because they already shared the same music. And in fact, Tyler would say that Earl made him want to go harder. All right. All right. Those are two very valid and very good cross examinations defending. The other person's artist or their that that person's artist. Um, and so now we'll get on with round two, which is the final round of the debates and or rebuttal, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Um <laughs> and so are we starting with Huey again? Yeah. Do we get two minutes this time? You want two minutes? Let me get that two minutes. <laughs> okay, two minutes is the final round. Y'all are allotted two minutes to fully formulate your final argument before we get any extra statements. So Huey, time is now. Okay. Ra, Nemo, I have a question for you guys. You don't have to answer, but who would win in a Joni session? Is it the super analytical nerdy nigga or is it the class clown? 
it's the class clown. Tyler is the class clown of this situation. The fact that Earl makes Tyler want to take his stuff more seriously, the fact that Tyler doesn't take anything too seriously is a very strong advantage for him if we're talking about a rap battle because we're throwing disses at each other. We're not finna, you know what I'm saying, be doing lyrical, miracle, spiritual, spiritual shit. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna be like, nigga, and fuck you and all this shit. Tyler has the uh, personality, the lyrics. Let's not pretend like Tyler doesn't write some hard-hitting lyrics. And the imagery to convey that. And another asset which will go to his advantage in this day and age, it's 2019. People like to hear a good song. <laughs> Let's not pretend like Tyler won't bust out the best beat you've ever heard in your life Damn. for this motherfucking diss track. All right, let, let me read you a little thing that I wrote. I say, okay, Tyler the Creator may not be a technically better lyricist. I'll give you that. But I believe the brutal imagery Tyler will convey with his diss track, combined with the charisma in his delivery, delivery will look something like a Mortal Kombat fatality. Yeah. Word. Uh, fatality. Fatality. All right. How much more time I got, sir? You have 20. You have, you have 20 seconds. Oh, yeah, 40 yeah, seconds. Okay, 40 let seconds. me just talk shit about Earl. <laughs> His monotone cadence, even on his best day, can't compete with Tyler's charisma. You know what I'm saying? He's going to overthink this shit and be doing And then he's going to be, oh, I got to get this right and this right. And Tyler's just going to come out there and fucking walk around and just talk some shit to a dope-ass beat and just, you know, you know, you know what I'm saying? He got he had to keep calling him his brother because he had to remind him who the little brother was. Oh, Earl, Earl just can't, you know what I'm saying? It's Tyler. It's Tyler, the creator. He's the stand of him. No way he can beat him. You know what I'm saying? It's just like Machine Gun Kelly versus Eminem. And we know who won that one. You dig? Fatality. Yeah. All right, that's my two minutes. All right. Huey, very, very good solid points. Very, very strong argument. Now, for Nemo, two minutes starts now. All right, so having antics in a rap battle doesn't always really get you the W. At the end of the day, it's a rap battle. It's about what you say. And if, if these niggas are serious enough, then these niggas are going to come at each other with their fucking most disrespectful shit. And in fact, Earl, he's just going to make it sound way better. Yeah, Tyler, he's going to make it look better. For Earl, he's going to make it sound better. E even though we're in a day of age where, you know, the fucking melody is better. Earl's been working on that. So he, he's going to make it sound better as well with a complicated flow. You got anything else? Yeah, I don't have anything. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that was Nemo's side of the argument. Um, all right, after hearing both sides, you know what I'm saying, I definitely see where each person is coming from so far. But before I give my final decision as to who won this debate between Earl and Tyler, I will allow you each one more minute to get any closing remarks or final statements to strengthen your argument. So, Huey, your minute starts now. Um, Tyler's going to beat Earl. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It, it's going to be easy W. He's going to come through with the brutal bars. He's going to humiliate him. He might give him a wedgie. Um, yeah, he's going to talk his shit. He dig. Uh, yeah, you know what I'm saying? He might even wear a free Earl shirt while he's doing it. You know, just to shit on the homie. You oh, know what I'm saying? Oh, my God. Uh, let's see. What else can I say? Production is going to be A1. He's going to be loud and in your face. You know what I'm saying? I like Earl, but you might fall asleep listening to his diss track. I'm just saying. <laughs> um, Tyler wins. That's all I can really say. I'm, I'm done. All right. Cool. That was Hewitt's final words. Your argument is complete. Yep. Nemo, you have one minute to express your final thoughts starting now. So with the evidence that has already been shown, when these two come back at each other like on a track, all in all, it is very entertaining, but <laughs> I, I just wanted to do that. But, but, fuck, I, I'm just going to say it. He, he, wins, he wins the debate. Oh, he, he, hold he on, did, ladies and gentlemen. We have to stop. We have to stop the debate. We have, is that officially listed as a forfeiture? No, I'm not going to say it's a forfeiture. I'm just saying he, he did his research. He, he wins the debate. There we go, ladies and Okay, gentlemen. so we we have a concession here. Um, <laughs> Nemo has conceded the debate to Huey. Um, so I guess that, I mean, okay, well, as far as who the moderator I, thinks. I, I, don't, I wouldn't say concede. It's just that based on the debate, he, he did have the stronger points. Huey for president. 
Well, at least he conveyed them pretty strong, I should say. All right. Well, I mean, I'll I'll echo the same sentiments as the moderator. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll guess. I guess. Um, both of you guys made. Well, that's Nemo's. I guess extra whatever. But mm-hmm. um, both sides did have some compelling points. But I think you know what I'm saying very strongly. Huey wins the debate um, and wins the <laughs> wins the argument. Nemo's face <laughs> because of. You pretty much just said it yourself. You pretty much just said it yourself. And strongly as in he had, you know, like listening to both of you, listening to both of you guys, your first round was very good because you did point out like Earl's lyricism. And because Earl has lyricism, that can be very useful in a rap battle because um, you need to be creative and Earl has a lot of dumb entendres and a lot of metaphors that he uses and things like that. So in a rap battle against Tyler, that could work. But Huey did come on strong with the charisma and the fact that Tyler's personality is probably geared more towards a rap battle. And the fact that he could probably say some shit, like uh, the cl- the class clown analogy was really good because a class clown is always going to be more apt than, like I guess, like the other person that you try to compare that person to. So like the class clown is going to have the jokes already stocked up, ready to go in something like a rap battle and in the you know that was in the in the first round and in the second round Huey had more good point had more points made some more solid points and in the second round it seemed like you didn't have any you know any extra points to add to your argument so based on the strength of that all of that alone you know what I'm saying I'm gonna have to give this round to Huey Revolution and give it to Tyler um, it was a more complete package. However, Earl, I wouldn't be surprised if Earl were to win a rap battle because of all the points that you listed above. Um, as far as his lyricism, his tone, and his whole, all his strengths do play well to a rap battle. So, good debate, fellas. Good, fair debate. You guys can shake hands if you might want to, I guess. And let us know, as the listeners, who you think will win in a rap battle between Earl and Tyler and your reasons for why. Um, and yeah, I guess that's the, <laughs> I guess that's the end of the debate. All right. What was that death stare about, by the <laughs> way? Um, I, I wanted to make it intense and I was thinking of like, I was, I was actually, I was really wondering why my mind went blank. Mm. So I wanted to make it intense by like trying to make it seem like I was going to come back with the, fi- the fire oh. shit ever. <laughs> oh. And I, and I had the fire shit ever like in the back of my mind. I just Escaped couldn't find it. <laughs> Cause we were, I was like, the anticipation was building. With like every second, I was looking at the clock, and I was like, okay, finna say some shit. He, I thought you were just creating some shit. He was just like, right, he was just finna just some explode shit. on your ass. I thought he was just come out with like, nigga, the Earl will mass. <laughs> He's like, what's Earl was a motherfucking massacre. Like, Earl was gonna fucking massacre this thing. I thought he was just gonna start spewing out, spewing out, spewing out. But yeah, it's all good. You know what I'm fun. saying? I think that was like my first proper debate. Ever. That was your first proper. Was that? No, that's your second proper debate after. Yeah. Have you had you ever been in a debate before the one we did? Me? me? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I have. I always oh. wanted to be on the debate team, but we didn't, yeah. we didn't have one. So You know, so yeah, that was the debate between Earl and Tyler from Hugh Revolution and Nemo the Zeus. Mm-hmm. You guys can hit you guys can hit the chat and just see again say who you think will win in the rap battle between Earl and Tyler cuz I think that that would be a very interesting contrast of styles number yeah. 1 and number 2 just cuz they're friends. It would be very hard to see them even trying to really go at each other as if they're enemies since they're a part of the same collective and since Earl is the I mean they're friends mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying they're friends so if anything they would do it for sport but it would be entertaining we all three of us believe yeah. that by the way I really like Earl <laughs> uh yeah but I had to make the nigga look bad you know what I'm saying I probably listened to more Earl stuff than Tyler back in the day but um, there okay. you go you all know. right so yeah there goes the debate for today and the next t- um our next topic is Lil Nas comes out. All right, ladies and gentlemen. So if you haven't heard, which you probably have by now, Lil Nas X came out of the closet. Uh, he had a tweet that he put out where he was basically saying, "Oh, he released it on the last day of Gay Pride Month, or is it is it Gay Pride Month or is it?" I think it was. Yeah, I think it's. Yeah, LGBT Pride Month or Gay Pride Month, whichever one it is. And he said, before this month is over, I want y'all to really listen to the lyrics of Closure, which is one of the songs from the 7 EP. Um, where, if you listen to the song, it basically talks about someone trying, um, 
trying not to live by the rules that other people have set for them anymore and embracing who mm-hmm. they are. Now, when I first heard the song, I didn't know it was talking about him coming out of the closet or anything. I, yeah. But apparently it was. And he had the little rainbow uh, emoji behind it and, you know, some other emojis. But, you know, he basically told everybody that he was gay. He, he also had a tweet where he was like, this was obviously a joke, by the way, but he was like, I deadass thought I made it obvious, where he, like, posted a, in the far background of his EP, there's, yeah. like, a little rainbow there's flag. A, a little rainbow on the building. Yeah. A, a minor detail. Exactly. <laughs> but Lil Ross, <laughs> he's a fucking meme lord, bro. So yeah, he is. Half the, now, this is, like, the first time he's ever really said something that was, like, serious, that had come from his, like, Twitter or Instagram mm-hmm. or whatever. But, um, yeah, man, Lil Nas X is gay. Um, I, I will say... It did surprise me when I found it out. I, I was not anticipating that, but yeah. when I heard it, I was just kind of like, "Okay, that's pretty, that's pretty much <laughs> yeah." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Okay, uh, I was like, "Great, all right." That's literally. I was like, "Literally, nothing, yeah. nothing has changed." Yeah. I still like the songs. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, when I found that out, I was just kind of like, "Oh." Oh, okay. You know, that's cool. Like, that's representation for the uh, LGBT community from a very big artist. So that's good. And I think his personality is pretty funny. Um, and in fact, the responses that he's been giving um, from this whole situation have been funny. I know Lil Boosie said some shit. Like, he was like, now we know what he was riding on the old town. I knew he was going to say this. There were several. Some, yeah, there were several like people saying stuff. And he released uh, two tweets. One of, <clears throat> one of them was like, if one more person says a homophobic thing to me. Yeah, And he I had a little emoji of a sad cowboy with a gun. <laughs> and then he said, <laughs> next nigga talks some shit about me is getting kissed. <laughs> that shit was funny. <laughs> that shit was funny. That's actually hilarious. I'm like, man, Lil Nas X is just funny as hell, bro. I, I like the way he deals with things. Like, he just takes everything as a joke. And he just, yeah, he doesn't take himself too you seriously. You know what I'm saying? He just posts memes about it. And so, yeah, for me, I like I said, I was surprised. I didn't expect that. But at the same time, I was just kind of like, all right, that's, that's pretty much all that happened. Yeah, for me, I totally was not surprised. Because... <laughs> <laughs> because Let's let's take a look. Let's think about how this nigga came up. Like, let's go way way back. This nigga started a Nicki Minaj fan page. Mm-hmm. Did he? Yes. Oh shit! I didn't know. Naj that. Mirage or whatever. Yeah. Naj uh. Mirage. So, think about it. What straight niggas do you know makes a Nicki Minaj stand page? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard of a straight nigga with a Nicki Minaj stand page. So that was the first flag for me. Uh, that was the first rainbow flag for me. Rainbow flag. <laughs> <laughs> so, but it just it just made even more sense. So when he said "Go Listen to Closure," I told y'all on air like that's that's probably like my favorite song mm-hmm. on the album mm-hmm. on the EP. playlist. What EP? Yeah. <laughs> that's so I, I'm li- I'm listening to lyrics and I'm like all he says I just want to be free. So I'm like, oh oh. Okay, like the same same with you. We like it's just. Okay. So when you did you connect the dots or something when you heard that, or did you uh, automatically think he was gay? Oh, a, a, a little bit. I mean, originally it, it sounded like a gay song. So see, I, I, when I first heard the song, <laughs> I thought he was talking about like just overall a, a relationship with yeah like a girl or something that he's like yeah I'm breaking up with you because you keep. It's always what yeah, you like. That, I thought he was talking about one person. Yeah, I didn't know he was talking too. about like everyone, everybody. Yeah, I, so. I, I, I started making connections after he came out. It started making sense, th- but the statements he made in the song are like very vague. Yeah, general. You, I think you, he probably you could wrote not it. tell. Yeah, he probably wrote it like that purposely at yeah. the time because he probably just wasn't ready to come out yet. But. And plus, honestly, bro, I think all the niggas that are around him already knew he was gay. Like all his like friends and shit. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure. I would hope so. I'm pretty sure, but like, so it didn't really come as a surprise. But yeah, you know. I'll I'll say from this the way that like I remember when this kind of stuff used to happen, it used to be like very big news or whatever. And yeah. it's not that it's not <laughs> very big. It's it's big news, I guess. It's it's notable news. I'll say that. But I think the perception of and you know obviously I'm not in that community, so I. You know, if I'm wrong, correct me. But I think the perception of it is getting better because it, now it's at the point where it wasn't really no I, – I mean, I didn't see that many big negative comments about it. I only no, saw, like, yeah. two, which is, like, yeah, it's fucked up. You know that's going to come from it. You know what I'm saying? It's not like the whole world is not homophobic or something. Yeah. But 
um, I just think that we're getting a lot better with that because yeah. I just was like looking at it and I was like, huh, yeah, I don't really think that many people are going to be outraged by this. And I don't yeah. really, no. you know, I didn't really. I wasn't really expecting people to be outraged about it. Yeah. Yeah. It should have been just been like, you know, okay, cool. Now mind your business yeah. and go about your day. I remember, yeah. Back in the day, people would just be like, what? What yeah. the fuck? Yeah. Are you what? Even if they didn't care about the <laughs> Right. It's just like people just freak the fuck out. And now it's just kind of like, all right. So that's good. Like I'm, I'm glad that he came out on his own terms and just yeah, did it yeah. straight away. Yeah, he did it straight away. Yeah. So you're just so kind of no, like, just, fuck it. Just know, just you know me from, from straight yeah, on. So there you go. Nothing y'all can really say in the future or anything like that. He's been honest since he blew up. Can't nobody tell me nothing. Can't tell me nothing. See, okay. See, see, I saw some <laughs> comments and there, and there was like, wow, this this gay nigga really got hood hood niggas singing about cowboys and. <laughs> Horses in the street, and then I see another comment like, "Oh fuck, this thing is gay now. I can't play that song no more." Oh wow, yeah, see, yeah, those were the only bullshit. negative comments I saw. Yeah, which and is those, like, that's those, true. That's to be expected. Yeah, like, you're gonna get a few of those. It's awesome that it wasn't like overwhelming, this huge, yeah. big like what? Every, whoa, everybody, check this out. You know, like some TMV, TMZ story yeah. or something, which it probably will be. You know, if they put out anything, but you know. <laughs> yeah. But um, <laughs> what's hilarious is that a gay black man had a number one country song. Right. Uh, this year. So I wonder so how. That's I, pretty funny. I wonder whatever population he pissed off is even more like. Cause those, those, they're like, what the they're fuck? Like, he's gay. Because <laughs> usually those same people usually have some homophobic traits yeah. about them. <laughs> if you, you know, yeah. so, you know, that's that's usually yeah. what it is. We're going to be real about it. But yeah, man, Lil Nas X, man, at least he's, at least he's comfortable within himself now to at least get that off his chest. Yeah. And he felt like it was a weight that it was lifted on him or something like that. Um, yeah. It seemed like that was really no judgment across the board, yeah, for the most part, yeah. from what I saw. Um, and yeah, keep blowing. We living in a free world. Yeah, man. So you know, shout out to him. Keep shout on winning, bro. All right. And so for our top three, we're gonna do it a little bit differently this week. You dig what I'm talking about? Each of us has one of the three best little bit stories <laughs> that we can come up with to tell you guys about the three of us as a group. Yeah. So, each of us would do one story, and that'll comprise the three stories that we tell. So, anybody has, you know, anybody want to go first, or I'll go first. Okay. Right. Um. So, with this story, this is literally our first film project. So, with that, I need to give a little bit of background information. So, all right. So, freshman year of college, first nigga I met from low mid is is fucking raw mill. So. I go into math class, right? And he's literally, like, on some spooky God type shit. He's literally the first person I notice. And I'm like, oh, he looks like somebody from my high school. Like, one of the football players. <laughs> of course. <laughs> of course I like every black guy. God. And also, Nemo knows everybody. Yes, you're popular. <laughs> Nemo's popular. So I probably did like somebody you knew. Yeah, so. He, um, he probably noticed you because you were the only person he didn't know. He's like, no, he's got to be somebody. Gotta be some. One of my high school or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> Every time we go somewhere, Nemo knows one person randomly. He's plugged or in. Or multiple bro. people. You plugged in, ain't you? You plugged in. On on accident. I <laughs> so eventually, like, Raw notices that, like, I'm fucking editing videos while everybody's doing math work and shit. So he's like, <laughs> so he's like, yo, you edit videos? And I'm like, yeah, dude, it's for my YouTube channel. Yeah. And, I, and he was like, oh, yeah, I got a YouTube channel too, bro. You should check me out, my boy out, boy. So I'm like, all right, bro, I'll check you and your boy out. So, <laughs> so I, I watched pretty much how it happened. I, I, I watched the videos and I'm like, okay, these are pretty funny. I, I, I can, yeah, I can, yeah, I want to work <laughs> with these guys. Okay. So then, fast forward to next semester, in my film class, uh, fucking Huey was the only nigga I, Huey, I mean, not the only, he was the first nigga I noticed because I was like. Huh? That nigga Another person who I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we were just two, we were the two only black men on the planet who Huey did. Fuck is this guy? Who, who Nemo didn't know? I, I was like, wow, this nigga used to have my hair. No, this nigga has the hair that I used to have. Mm. So then I was like, yo, uh, I saw you on the on the internet. <laughs> And then he was like, yeah. I was like, who the fuck is this weirdo? <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Yeah, I was like, I saw you on the internet. I could, we can do some shit. And, and you was like, I like editing my own shit. So, uh, 
Is that what you said? I think I probably yeah. did say something like that. <laughs> like, at that time, this is the first time really I met Nemo like that. So I was kind of like, I don't have any money to pay nobody. And I was like, I don't yeah. know who this guy is. So, uh, uh, you know, I do my own shit. But, uh, I like the initial pitch. It was we like, could chop we it up. Edit up. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, that's what I was really trying to learn how to edit more. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. So that that's how I met these niggas on, like, a film scale, right? So then fast forward to, like, a month after I, I meet Huey. We all see that it's time for a fucking uh, film festival. The yeah, film, film festival, yeah, right? The film festival, and you know what I'm saying. Y'all ain't gonna see it yet till the highlights come out. But I wore my special little shirt mm. for this fucking shit. But anyway, so we go in and we're like, and and I uh, fuck, but so so we so we go in and um, I'm walking with Huey, right? And then we link up with Rod, and he's like, "Yo, so we already got a story. We just." need to like shoot the shit and edit it and i'm like yeah okay bet i can i can do that shit so we go sign up for our cameras keep in mind for the film festival we only had like six days to make it yeah like from scratch so that shit was so clutch how these niggas were already prepared ahead of time yep and i noticed that other niggas there was like do i want to have a basketball in my video like on the day they're getting their <laughs> fucking <laughs> yeah on the day they're getting their a lot camera. of people were like trying to make up make teams on that day they didn't yeah. know anybody they're they, like anybody need a videographer they, or anybody need a yeah they were going around shit? meeting people literally yeah. at that moment saying do you want to help me film and we were this? like let's go <laughs> yeah right. so yeah so yeah that was that then we linked up with our fourth member my boy trey shout out shout, shout out. out trey james bro that nigga's so funny so we were like, okay, so we got the, the concept. So basically, we're just we're just like, yeah, we got the concept. Let's schedule some places. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, let's go to Piedmont. We can shoot there. So boom, boom, boom. We sh- we uh Wait, we. You're forgetting one person that tagged along. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then, then, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. I'm not gonna say his real name. I'm yeah, just calling uh, Rich. Yeah, so Rich. this is nigga Rich, bro. He he, he he tags along with us and like in in the meeting we're like. We're planning out our, sh- our shit, and he's like, yeah, for my shit, bro, I'm going to get my niggas with me, and then I'm going to get some basketballs with me, and then yeah. I'm going to just go with y'all. We're just gonna, I'm just going to film my shit, too. And I'm like, okay, sure, bet. So then, <clears throat> goddamn. So, yeah, we go to Piedmont Park. We get we get up, like, early in the morning, um, fucking meet up at, like, 6 in the morning to shoot. Real film shit. And then, like, we get our fucking coffee, and we're like, yeah, bro, we're... Yeah, we, we got feel, coffee. We got everywhere. coffee, dog. We feel like Hollywood <laughs> makers. And it was Starbucks, by the way. That's crucial. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I had my two friends from my film class from that year, which was yeah. clutch, come and help us out. Yeah, they did. And yeah. we yeah. appreciate that. So we, we go and start shooting a shit. And basically, right, it was it was just a blast just trying to shoot that shit. Because, like, it all came so well. That nigga, that nigga Rich was so funny. Yeah. Right? Because, like, he wanted to... Be, he wanted to be our personal photographer for that day. That was like, so cool. Because like he did, he still didn't know the plot of his story yet, and we're like, <laughs> and I, don't, I don't think he had everybody to help. Yeah, he him. didn't. He didn't have. People yeah. With him yet. I think he was. He, he was a good guy, but but <laughs> he was like, I think he was trying to um like get us after we finished to like help him, and we were kind of yeah. like, well, guys, mm, time for that. Yeah. Time yeah. For that. Like, appreciate like, you, the home for taking on the last second. And yeah. I tell, <laughs> wait before you continue. Uh, when we all met up, we were all like ready to go, right? We were like, let's go. And homie Rich, he had um, the stabilizer that he was. He was like, yeah, we can just set up my stabilizer and head out there. We're like, oh, cool. How long is that gonna take? He's like, yeah, like five minutes or whatever. This is no, we gave him the camera. <laughs> gave him the camera. Man, it took this man like an, an hour, bro. I'm not even exaggerating yeah, I remember to that. set up the stabilizer, and we were kind of just like. Uh, maybe we don't need. Maybe no we more. should just go and you can get it, <laughs> set it up more. We're out there, but he never got it to set up. Yeah, but, uh, gotcha. so we, we wasted a good uh, hour in the morning. But it's all good. He tried to help, which I appreciate. Yes, yeah, he did. But that was funny. He wanted to be our personal photographer too, but he never sent us the photos. Yeah, y'all about to say we never got the goddamn motherfucking photos, I guess man. Because we didn't act in his film, I guess. And he was <laughs> like, I'm, "I'm." He probably deleted them. Yeah, he was. He was probably a little. Bummer. And this, the couple. <laughs> Fellows that I saw was it was five, so that's why we said send them to us. But you know, never heard from him again after that day. (laughs) But yo, uh, if y'all don't know what we're talking about, go to our YouTube channel, Low Mid, and watch the video that Nemo's describing, War or Nothing. And then yeah, we're giving you kind of the behind the scenes of yeah, kind of the behind the scenes. So like, it was our first film that we all did together. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah, and that shit came out really good. And I remember like. Um. I, okay. I remember. Let me fast forward to the last day that we had to work on it. Last day, we're fucking 
cramming. Like I, I was the main editor for this, so like I'm I'm fucking cramming trying to make sure that everything's in the right spot. And then the niggas that are trying to submit it, they're like, okay, you got you got thirty minutes, and I'm like, okay, right, this is okay. I'm, I'm stressful. Like, I'm like, okay, bet let me finish editing this last scene because like you know I got a certain vision. I'm like, I, I can't. It has to look like this. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I'm like, okay, everything's bet. I mean, everything's good. I just go ahead submit it right but then when i look at the finished version after we submit it i'm like ah oh, fuck there's a where's there's one minor detail mm-hmm. and and it's literally like the title screen it's just like in the in the wrong fucking spot i'm like oh god damn it so i'm like oh shit because of that we're gonna fucking lose but then we end up fucking qualifying it, for the 16 yeah we end up fucking placing pretty yeah, pretty high in that shit i'm like oh okay shit and it's fun with it too even there's fake guns in there but yeah yeah and the thing about that night that night was crazy because um i think you were you were there right i don't think I, you know he I wasn't, wasn't, he wasn't there he wasn't there you weren't there you weren't there I wasn't able to it was oh yeah we gave you that okay yeah it, it was, was me you and trey, and trey. it's me you and trey right so i had rushed off of work i'm rushing speeding this shit getting to the shit i walk in there it's smelling like fish grease and shit in the little auditorium at perimeter and um huey and trey are already there and my whole family yeah <laughs> your whole your mom and your everybody was there my siblings and then so how they did it was they they were fucking with us, man, because they showed our out of the, if you don't know how Campus Movie Fest works, the first round was a sixteen qualifying round, so they picked sixteen out of the hundreds of films that are probably submitted, I guess, or whatever, mm-hmm. however many, mm-hmm. and they picked those to show at this first round event, and then whatever you know, it's like that. Yeah, and it just because you're picked as one of the sixteen doesn't necessarily mean you win anything, and it, sometimes you can just get your film showed, and just because you submit a film doesn't mean it's gonna get showed. Yeah, yeah, but they showed our shit last. Yeah, bro, <laughs> we were like sitting in the back row. And mind you, I invited my family out. We're all sitting in the back row. Movie shows, not ours. Next movie, not ours. There's like four rounds, right? You're right. So then we get to the like the last round. We're like, well, fuck, bro. I don't think they're going to show our fucking movie at all. Because we see all these other movies. We're like, damn. Like, right. Ours should have been shown by now, right? Right. They get to the very last movie. And it's ours. Me, yeah. Ramil, and Trey, we just all fucking go crazy. We fell on the floor. We're like, holy <laughs> shit. We like jumped up, screamed, and like fell on the floor. Well, this, And keep in mind, this is like the first film we ever really submitted to a film festival, right? Was was it? Or no, it was the second. Well, the second, second one we it's did, but it was the third second. one we did as a, uh, the uh, three as of the us. the first one that we did as a group. Yeah. And so we're there. Yeah, yeah, it's the first one we all did together because we did another one previous year. Won some shit for that. You know what I'm saying? Shout out yeah. to us. But <laughs> this is the first one we all did for as uh, us three. And we're like, damn, bro, fuck. This shit sucks. I hate this shit. We're not, we haven't get showed. Like, that's fuck shit. <laughs> exactly. And they show ours very last. And at the end of the night, the two people that were heading it, like the girl, the little white mm-hmm. girl and the white dude, they're like, dude, we like loved your film, dude. Like, y- y'all's was our favorite film. There's <laughs> just the people that were showing it. To the to yeah. the, to everyone, they didn't say that on stage or nothing, of course. But they were like, "That's why I put it last because it was like really funny and stuff like that." Yeah, so. didn't, didn't y'all say that like it had the best crowd reaction too? Yes, yeah, and the parts that surprisingly I to me, yeah, the parts that I didn't think they was gonna laugh at, the audience died at that shit. <laughs> so I was like, "Cool, cool, <laughs> it, it's working. We get some reaction. Yeah, was, some reaction is better than no reaction." It was fun for sure. It was fun. That was a fun experience oh, for sure. Yeah, Nemo shirt, Campus Movie Fest winner. We actually won a silver tripod for a best story. Yeah, so, so that was cool. So we all got T-shirts. Yeah, that said winner. We didn't get to go on to Terminus, but hey, we made it past that, which was pretty lit. You know, we'll you know what I'm saying we'll, we'll we'll progress. You know what I'm saying, but yeah, that was definitely a cool experience. Just the whole thing of us going out to film something, having to take breaks, lunch breaks together. And then, like, the whole X's and O's of it was what made the experience more enjoyable for me. Like, having to meet up early in the morning. Like, getting up early in the morning to go do something that you're excited to do. As opposed to having to get up in the morning and going to fucking class. or some shit. You feel me? Like, that was cool. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, taking the lunch breaks and then resuming and getting everything right. And actually just being out in the city filming is just fun in general. You know what I'm saying? So, that was definitely, like, a top, like, low mid experience so far. Because that shit was wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Who's next? All right. So I, I guess I'll go next. Oh. <laughs> I guess I'll go next. I was trying to signal to say if you want to go ahead and do it, but I was, oh. you know what I'm saying? But it's cool. I'll go next. All right. So for one of the other great times that we've had, we've had hundreds probably, but um, we, you know, if we, if you don't know, you know what I'm saying? As a listener, all three of us are enrolled at Georgia State University. So this took place about maybe, I think, 
close to two years ago or maybe something like that. Me and Huey were staying on campus together at Georgia State. Man, Nemo 20, came. 2017 was so wild, bro. Wild yeah, as fuck, bro. So um, Nemo came to visit the young boys. You know what I'm talking about? So we linked <laughs> up and shit. We had to click up and shit, you feel me? And we were, we were with two other friends, two other female friends of ours that night. And so we walked around around campus, you know what I'm saying, around the city and just, you know what I'm saying, walking, talking to chill or whatever. And we was in a park just chilling and doing our thing, you feel me? Just chilling. And then the cops pull up. We weren't just chilling. We were getting a little bit. We were getting, we were getting buzzed off something. You know what I'm saying? We was getting yeah. a little lit off something. Because we couldn't do it in the, we couldn't smoke in the dorms yeah, because man. the RAs right across the hall. Yeah, <laughs> there was there. a whole thing like that whole year. We were always just searching for different spots to just go yeah. get lit at. And yeah, and much. we're in the heart of downtown Atlanta too, so yeah, that makes it even funner. It's, yeah, it's funner, but it's also it's worse riskier. <laughs> cops in every corner, campus police. And, you know, we, we cut off to one of our spots. We can't disclose location. Yeah, we, we ain't going to disclose the location. But, you know what I'm saying? It, we, were at a, we were at a park, at a space. And we were, you know what I'm saying, doing our thing or whatever. Just, you know, we're not doing shit wrong, <laughs> literally. So, I guess we oh, are. Man, let me explain. <laughs> we were smoking something. Yeah. And, like, maybe drinking a little bit of something. Because it we sounds just, weird. We were hanging, hanging out with friends. We were just doing our thing. We were hanging out with friends. You feel me? We were hanging out with friends. Yeah, we were hanging out with friends. We were hanging out with friends, to clarify. Yeah. And then, next thing you know, we look to our right. Turn the motherfucking APD is right there. Yeah, that nigga was just posted he was just right posted there. sitting for about a good you know, they pulled up or whatever. So then two of our friends, um, two of us started running, and the rest of us were like, No, don't run, don't run. So they would make it seem obvious, right? But the whole fun shit was was the running part. It was fun to kind of like be on the chase. Like kind of like that kind of shit, but then it was also like we're not trying to get locked the fuck up. So like, hey, don't man. give him a reason to come looking after us if he run, goddamn. I, I, so I ran. Paranoid. I think I ran. Yeah, you ran. I, I ran. Bro. And one bro, of the other female friends. Ran. I don't like cops. Yeah, so. they don't like us, but you know that's how another. I just ran. I didn't hear. He was like talking on the little speaker box thing, and I was like, "What the fuck is he saying?" <laughs> I thought he was like, "Stay right there." I was like, "No." <laughs> and keep in mind, we might we, we might have already been a little paranoid, so yeah. we're already like, "Oh shit, I fuck was. no." Oh. So then, like, we all Huey runs. Separate ways. <laughs> Huey runs. Yeah, we all went in different directions. I think shit. I think I think me and one of our one of the other girls that was there might have like we actually me and her were actually together because we didn't run. I think you ran. I think. One of the other female friends ran, and I think you just that you were just chill. You didn't I, run. I was just chilling. Bro. Yeah, I knew so, they weren't going to do shit. <laughs> so then, like the fact that they ran. So then, like when they ran, we kind of just like jogged after them because we was like, okay, well if they're running, shit, we can't like you know what I'm saying they're gonna run after all of us. <laughs> so shit, yeah. I guess we kind of jogged or whatever. And then like Nemo was just Nemo was the biggest chiller. He was just big chilling. Actually, not one of the female friends was a chiller. She's the one that actually like walked up to. the Oh yeah, well yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. One of them, yeah, yeah. So that was the one I wanted to walk away after that all that shit happened or whatever and then like i think me and her i think y'all were walking behind us or something like that and even her was in the front of me her was talking we was like damn why would they run but then it was kind of like i understand i understand why you ran but it was just kind of like no shit okay don't run yeah in hindsight it wasn't a good decision <laughs> yeah because, i was paranoid i was like oh no <laughs> but it was funny as fuck at that it was a funny ass night just because of that shit happened you know after the rush yeah. after the adrenaline rush to go through you'd be like Shit was kind of fun. It was funny. It was funny at the time, you feel what I'm saying? And also because, you know, when you're just hanging out with your friends in the city and shit like that, it's always a good time, usually. So, yeah, yeah shit was fun. We was out there just smoking vibe and shit, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Not doing nothing that would warrant the cops trying to, come on, man, stop yeah, bitching. I think, I think the reason why he was like, I think it's too late to be at the park, this particular park or something. Man, what? And also, we were surrounded by crackheads, so that also made me a little bit more paranoid yeah. as well. <laughs> well, we in Atlanta. I mean, we ain't got no to, choice. I'm not trying to get scooped up with these niggas. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You're not, you're not going to funnel me into that category, are yeah, you? Don't loop me in with these I'm niggas. definitely a, oh, I'm a student. I'm not a crackhead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm a student. I'm not a crackhead. I'm a student. I'll show you my ID. I'm, I'm not a crackhead. But, yeah, I mean, that was a fun experience. That was a fun little cool little moment or whatever in hindsight. Um. We'll probably definitely hang out with them again whenever we get the chance. Um, yeah. Yeah, they was cool, you feel what I'm saying? And so, yeah, that shit was funny. Lou, you know what I'm saying? Funny ass moment with the cops. Luckily, no serious shit happened. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Luckily, we got away. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, so that's that's our, that's our my funny little bit story, I guess. All right, ladies and gentlemen. It's time for the final low mid story. Mm. Let oh, me God. tell y'all about the best party that we've ever been to. Facts. The it's best party that maybe anybody has ever been to. <laughs> in history. This shit was like Project X, bro. It was low It was like a movie, X. literally like a movie. Let me let me start you off in a day, right? So we we were still staying on campus. Me and Wait, no, no. No, this was this year. So yeah, I, was I wasn't staying on, on campus. campus. Me and Nemo weren't staying on campus. Ramil's staying on campus, right? 
we come up there because we hear that there's like a party going on that day, right? Near campus. I'm saying none of us really had cars, so it's us two and our friend MJ, right? Yeah. So yeah. we're mobbing. We're like, let's go see you. Hold up. We're walking to go to the store to go get something, right? You know. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we walk. We walk past before we hit the party because you know we're trying to pregame and everything. Yeah. And we like we walk we walk past this party. Upstairs, we see people upstairs like, oh, yeah, woo. Yeah, they're like, like, yeah, come in, bro. They're like, dude, hey, come up here, yeah. And I was like, hello. But then I see some girls up there. I'm like, all right. All right, we it? might have to slide through. <laughs> so then we're like, all right, man, how, uh, what's, what's up? It was like, he was like, dude, floor, whatever, dude, whatever. There's the door, dude. <laughs> the <laughs> number's 487. Like, dude. We but put like, the fucking room number in so our notes. Like, it was like, don't like, forget this right. shit. So we're like, bet, let's go get the drinks and come back, right? <laughs> so we go. We're having a good time. We're, we're feeling good. We go get the stuff. We come back. You know what I'm saying? We're, you know, we pregame a little bit. So we go out there. <laughs> we're like, hey, man. We knock on the door. We're like, what's up? And they're like, oh, dude, the party's gone. <laughs> and we're like, what? It got shut so, down, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's this two Indian <laughs> niggas, right? No, it's like four of them. And they're, one of them has this girlfriend in there. They're like, y'all want to come in? We're like, sure. sure. So we come in there. We're just talking. We're like, man. Yeah. He was like, yeah, that shit was lit, man. But the cops came and shut it down. He's like, y'all got to come to the next one, right? We're like, yeah, man, yeah. But mm-hmm. so then he he's like, y'all want some drink? And we're like, <laughs> sure. sure. So he gives us the rest of this punch, this spiked punch that he mixed. And I don't know if it's kind of dumb to just take a random drink from a stranger, but we definitely <laughs> we took were it. Fucked up enough it's to like take a it. whole gallon. We're like, free alk? <laughs> <laughs> we'll take it. We'll take that shit. So, so, but the night gets better, right? So that we went to two parties. One of them was a dud, right? But we got some free alcohol from it, right? Yeah. So that we was go an appetizer. Back, we go back to Ra's yeah. crib. We're like, man, what are we gonna do? Like, we're bored. So we we're going up there to put the drink back. And we we it's oh, it's fucking Halloween. Yeah. By the way, I forgot to mention that's Halloween. It was Halloween, not or was around Halloween. It was before Halloween. It was, it was yeah. Before right or after Halloween one of them. Forward. So it's the last costume party before Halloween, right? So we we're walking through campus, girls are dressed up, everybody's dressed up. We see this one nigga dressed like Michael Jackson. He's like, yeah, we're like, oh, dude, where's the party, right? We just see people keep getting in cars and going. Luckily for us, this dude's like, oh, man, yeah, something, something street, man, dude, this, this. And he happened to be one of the niggas that's, like, heading the party, I guess. I thought he was Sway Lee. That was his code name. That was his code name, Okay, okay. He was just Michael Jackson? I don't remember his name. Yeah, he was just like Michael Jackson. Okay. So he was like, when y'all get there, tell him you know DJ or some shit. I don't know. Yeah. We're like, he gave us like a code when he gave us a name, I was like, oh, this like, party cool. for to be legit. So we go up, get some more drink, put the alcohol back, go back, and MJ has her car. Right. So we all Clutch. mob over there. Thank you, MJ. We're like, what's to expect from this? So we're all kind of getting buzzed on the way over there. And then, bro, we pull up to this neighborhood where I don't even know if it's still, I don't even know if the neighborhood's real. I don't even remember where <laughs> it was. But we you pull might up, imagine that shit. We pull up to this neighborhood, bro, and it's all these college kids just like, in front of like two different houses that right. they've like rented out for the party or something. So right. we pull up. There's security right in front of us. Just like hold on a second. And there's and there's police. And there's too. police. There's police there, and the party's behind them. We're seeing all these people back there. We're like, damn, we're trying to get in. And I think they're trying to get us to pay something. But we were like, oh, we know DJ. There's somebody. So they're, whoever so they're, we said. They're like, oh yeah, come on in. And we're like, that was shit was cool. That was a clout moment. That was a clout moment. We're like all dancing and shit in there. We're like, hey. And do. So so I'm going to tell (laughs) y'all what happened the night from my perspective. And then I'm going to hand it over to to the homie. So I walk in. (laughs) (laughs) I'm uh, I'm feeling good, man. (laughs) Good is an understatement. Goddamn, you're feeling awesome. So I'm like, I, I walk in. I'm like. Man, look at all these females in here, dog. Yeah. So I don't know what happened. I think I might have set myself. I'm like, I think what I did some point that I was like, let me see how many numbers I can get. Right? <laughs> this nigga turns to Dora the Explorer. First, <laughs> so I, I see this girl dressed like Dora the Explorer. And I'm just like, what's good? <laughs> <laughs> and I just, I don't even remember what I said, but I was juicing up to her for like 15 seconds. And then we just started making out. <laughs> so then after that happens... I turn around, everybody's gone. <laughs> My homies are gone, but everybody just cut off doing that. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to come back. Yeah. So then I go to the door to, it's like a party outside, and there's a party in each one of these two houses. It's like right. A, it's like three parties combined, and the right. whole street is blocked off. There's nobody outside but a whole bunch of college yeah. kids. The cops are blocking off the street for yeah, the party. Bro. So the we cops walk, are in there to ensure our fun. So we walk, so I walk over, 
I see the homies, they're all like dancing, doing their thing. So I'm like looking for them, but I'm, you know, I'm off it. So I'm over. I start, you know, that's how I got the first number, right? I got the one number. I think by the end of the night, I ended up getting like five or six. Mm-hmm. But I walked over to this girl and she was hella pretty. And I just started juicing up with her. You know what I'm saying? We took some Snapchat pictures together. It was chill. Then I got her number, right? So that's number two. I was chilling with her for a minute. But she was with her friends, and they were kind of, you know, saying, cop block. Right, right, right. So you know how that shit goes. But nonetheless, it was a good time. So then <laughs> I, I started talking to this other girl um, that was outside, and I don't know what happened. No, no, no. Okay, so I go inside. I go inside. I start dancing with this girl, right? Then I start dancing with this other girl, and then we start making out, right? <laughs> so that's how I get number three, right? <laughs> And I'm talking to this other girl, and I'm juicing up with her. And she started dancing on me first, right? Mm-hmm. But then she was like, oh, I have a boyfriend or something. Uh, she started dancing. I'm like, can I get your number? She's like, oh, yeah, I have a boyfriend. I'm like, oh, why are you dancing on me? <laughs> she, I'm, she started dancing on me. I was like, why are you dancing on me then? So <laughs> I, walk, I walk away. I go to this um, this other girl outside. I'm juicing up with her. And I think I was like, oh, yo. <laughs> I don't remember exactly what I said, but like I was juicing up. I don't. I asked her to kiss or something like that, and she was like, "Oh, I want to, but you definitely just made out with my best friend." <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, shit. so I was like, "Oh, did I? Uh, my bad." I was like, oh, weird. So I go back in, and then this one I'm gonna hand it off to Ramil because I see Ramil juicing up with these two girls, and I walk over there to help him out a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Ramil, you can tell your point of view of the party. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, like, we broke down before the whole atmosphere of the party was something crazy because it was, like, that shit looked like, like Halloween town to me. Yeah, bro. That Because I'm already, keep in mind, I'm already fucked up. So, we're already fucked up. So, we get in the party. Like I said, that was a nice clout moment. We know someone. So, oh, y'all good? That, shit was, that was a clout moment. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> so, then... We walk in there, and at first, I don't even fucking notice the little... It's like a tiny house. It's like a, almost like a shack, almost, in the middle of the whole shit. And the surrounding... I thought the party, I thought the party was just outside at first. And then once, once we noticed the house, we was like, oh, shit, okay, let's go in. We go in, and the house is fucking packed on the inside, too. First music, they playing up in there, they playing fucking Soldier Boy. So I'm like, all right, they on the throwback shit, you know what I'm saying? This is kind of lit or whatever, right? So then, you know, I'm mingling, you know what I'm saying, walking around, doing whatever, whatever. Um, and yeah, Huey was off doing Huey <laughs> and me, Nemo and Morgan were in the house, I think at this point. Yeah. So then like, it was just this girl who, you know, was, I don't know. She just happened to be standing next to me. Well, first off, before I met her, it was this, I think this is, I think she was Hispanic. I want to say so. Um, her and her friends were leaving out or whatever. And I just said something to them and I was like, I tried to, I don't know. I said some shit. I don't remember what I said. And then one of the girls just was like, you know what, fuck it. And she started dancing on me. Then, <laughs> you know what, fuck it. Just like, she's like, you know what, fuck it. And then she started dancing on me, whatever. Her friends was hyping her up. And that was cool for my first five minutes to the goddamn house. I was like, okay, everybody on one day. So then, like, you know, I'm just getting lit. You know what I'm saying? We're jumping around or whatever. And then there's this other chick there who I kind of vibe with or whatever. And, you know, like, when a, you know when a, when a female, like, hug you or whatever or touch you a certain kind of way, you be like, Okay, like I peeped that, you know what I'm saying? I peeped that shit, you dig what I'm talking about? So then she wound up being the girl that I guess I was hanging with for tonight. Um, so yeah, she was cool. She danced on me a lot. Like, it was one of the things where, like, I don't have to wonder if she fucking with me, nigga. She's fucking with me. So, like, <laughs> nigga, she's damn near she, fucking me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> got to try to pull it up. I got that draw. Go slow down a little bit. But yeah, so like, she was cool. Um, we mingled in. She was cool. We mingled in. Yeah, she was cool. She was cool at the very least. Um, we mingled and hung out for the party, I guess. Started drinking, took some shots. Um, and then, like, the music, the DJ, he was he was cool. But, he like, it was some songs I was thinking he was going to play that he didn't play that I thought would have been perfect. Like, he could have played No Bystanders. That would have been perfect for that environment. Um, but, you know, um, and yeah, um, I wound up, you know what I'm saying, definitely getting that girl's number. And I, we we left we left yeah. with him with her and her friend. Yeah, we left with her, her and her friend. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah <laughs> that was number, that was number five, I think, for me. Yeah, so or four. I don't know. Yeah, and I got like I got like I think I got like two other. I think I got just one other number that night other than hers. Cause shit, when after we met, shit, she pretty much was like 
that was who I was occupied with the most of the night because I was just like, okay, well, I'm gonna see what she's talking about. She's the one most obviously showing me attention. Mm-hmm. Like she's the one saying, you know, what I'm saying, oh, I was looking for you, and I was like, oh, okay, shit, you know, I'm talking about so shit. So yeah, I mean, it was a lit ass party, man. And like, like I said, we, um, me and Huey left for her and her friend. We just left the party with him, and yeah, it was it was a good time. Yeah. So um, the main thing I remember from that party, like as far as me, was like I went inside with with Rod and MJ, and yeah, it was lit. And then that shit started getting hot. <laughs> it was hot as fuck in there. And then Thank you. I walked outside to cool off, and I see these, these fine little bitches over here, you know, what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> on, on the porch, you know what I'm saying? Just. The yes, girls it. on those that porch were the, yeah the, the porch girls are fine so yeah so are, so yeah. I go over there and I'm I'm just I'm just talking to them we we, we then we just start smoking vibing and then then I see this nigga Huey he, he comes <laughs> over here drunk as fuck with his with his girl I'm like okay bro you you doing you that bitch fine I I hope you do something with her but he, he never did anything where he he didn't yeah, want yeah. her that bad I just, I just got her number. It's all good. <laughs> it was good for the moment. Yeah, but for the most part, really, like, usually when me, usually when the crew c- goes out, it's usually, like, me and MJ as, like, the babysitters. So, I'm just, so <laughs> my, my entertainment is just, is, is usually Seeing just, us. Watch, <laughs> just watching. Stuff? Yeah, th- that's usually my entertainment. Like, I just really be chilling. I, I'm not really a party type, and I'm, I'm not really the type to try up thoughts because they're not worth it, for me at least. Uh, well, Anyway, anyway, uh, I digress. But when we get into the car, I I think that's when it starts getting funny again. Wait, you missed an important ass detail as it pertains to you. What? What happened? Did you not get some twerk that night, my dude? <laughs> Bro, I remember that. The whole crowd remembers that. Oh, the whole crowd was circling around. Yes. You know, you was against the wall. That girl was drunk and high. Oh, she was fucked up. And this girl went. <laughs> And was oh, just like bow 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 bow, bow. This man even was just like Jeez. vibing with that shit. Oh <laughs> man, come on, bro! <laughs> uh, I had I thought you were gonna say that first. That shit, dog. Cause they had they, people was like um, recording it, and everyone was like, hey, 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 and then even was just like. <laughs> 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 he was proud of that shit. He was like, "She, yeah, <laughs> bro." I don't, I don't remember that. Bro, that what? That was probably she, she probably had a fat. If, it, if, it's, if it's the person we're thinking about, it's probably the bitch with the fat ass. She had on black pants. She had on black pants. I think. That shit was so fine. It was so fine because you was just chilling the whole time, and I was trying to egg you. I'm like, no, talk to somebody. Turn around and then see Nemo just like, oh shit, because she was like, she was like going hard. Nemo was having to hit that shit back. (laughs) (laughs) Nemo was over there handling that shit. I don't give a fuck. Nemo was handling that shit. Man, what? And he was like, "You thought you was tough, bitch." Bro, everybody to throw me against the wall. Everybody, bro. Had, yes, everybody had a good, a good night that night, bro. At least MJ bro. was dancing with some girl. Yeah, yeah, she had her thing going. Everybody was doing their thing. Everybody was cut off doing their thing, bro. That was so funny. All off getting uh, an individual in, off. Infinity, infinity stone and shit. <laughs> <laughs> we all came back to the group like yeah. this. <laughs> We all came back like, let's go home. <laughs> that was so funny because it was just like that moment. That is for me. That moment just bro, that, that, that moment, was over the that top. Moment peaked, that moment for you made it over the night top. Back yes, up. bro. Yes, we were bro. all getting getting there. It, it, lo- it slows down a little bit. We turn around, see Nebo <laughs> smacking that bitch ass against the twerk, and we're Nebo's like, oh like, shit, uh, it's uh, lit. Uh, uh, and the whole uh, crowd uh. is just like, hey. <laughs> Playing Soldier Boy, bro. That was fire. That was fire. That was fire. That party was so fun, bro. That was the best party I ever been to. That's my yeah. Same here. That was the best party I ever been to, bro. Uh, that was well, one of at least top three. Definitely top three parties for me. That moment right that was there, the though. That was the cherry too. on top of the motherfucking Sunday right there, yeah, bro. Because yeah. it was like, bro, no, I'm not leaving until all of us get some action in some way. Whether it's making out girls, getting toward, getting numbers, we all getting something. You know what I'm God we, damn, I give a we fuck. We all had the game turned up, man. Man, listen, we were like fucking monsters, bro. That girl was goddamn. Our, our juice was just flowing that it night. Was we was all we just spinning game. We was all just spinning game effortlessly, bro. It, it was just yes, you know I'm saying thank you. It was just so effortlessly. We was just going with the flow, bro. And the flow was definitely the motherfucking wave that night. Let me end off my my portion of the story so we, we go back to campus and then, and i'm like i want to get one more number oh <laughs> i remember the, the oh shit one. so then this this girl with green hair just walks up and i'm like 
let me get your number or whatever. You and just walked up and said that? I don't remember what I said. But it was I, basically that. It, basically something like that. So uh-huh. I got her number, right? Um, yeah, so that's the, that's the last girl. That's girl six or five or something like that. Well, wait, but, wait. Didn't you ask to come upstairs with her? No. And she said she was too tired or some shit? You might, you might have. I may have. I don't, <laughs> I don't remember that. He was like, I don't know. I, shit, you tell me? I don't shit. I don't think so. But, hey, I don't know. No, that was a different night you're thinking of. You're thinking of something different. Oh, okay. Oh, shit. Okay. But, yeah. Um, yeah, but it's all good because half them girls didn't hit me up afterwards anyway. Hey, it's all good, man. <laughs> shit. Um, yeah, all in all, that was the most lit party we've all been to as a collective. For sure, so far, goddamn parties. You have a standard to live up to, fucking two now. Goddamn, yeah. for real, that, that was, shit was that nice. Was party was lit, bro. <laughs> that shit was nice, bro. We got a fucking, bro. We we, we slick went to two locations. Well, really three. We had the pregame, then we had to like get the free out, and then then we went to the fucking. That was a whole goddamn map <laughs> of litness. Goddamn X party, bro. And we didn't have to pay. Yeah. That was a shit. We oh, that yeah. party was we free. Need a DJ man. The only thing we paid for was literally like. The fucking pregame shit. All we do, all we do, was pay for the alcohol. It's been like four dollars. <laughs> right, and had a right. great night. Had a great night. But yeah. So if y'all want to hear some more low mid stories, let us know. Yeah, we, we know. got other shit. To, we got to tell. plenty more, bro. But for now, let's get into the show and tell segment. All right. So if you don't know, show and tell segment is the segment that we have in the low mid podcast, where we inform you guys of some interesting fact that you may not have known, or just introduce an interesting conversation that you would like us to talk about on the show. So. <clears throat> Any one of you guys want to go first? I'll go first. All right. All right. So uh, my show and tell for today is that there are more life life forms living on your skin than there are people on the planet. Wow. That's a very interesting fucking sentence. So let me go ahead and explain. All right. So this I got that uh, sentence from a different website, but this article comes from discovermagazine.com. 90% of your cells within our body, within us, are not ours but microbes your body is a planet i'm just going to read like the first paragraph we may not realize it but each one of us is a walking ecosystem minuscule eight-legged demodex mites nestle head down inside the follicles of the eyelashes feasting unnoticed on skin cells microscopic bacteria live on the tongue teeth and skin and in the intestine dormant viruses like herpes simplex may loiter for years inside nerve cells perhaps Strangest of all are the self-replicating virus-like pieces of DNA that infected ancient humans and still make up about 8% of our genome. Uh, Most of the time, we share our bodies harmoniously with the 90 trillion or so microbes. So we have over 90 trillion living organisms on our bodies at all times. More people than are on the planet. There's 7 billion people on the planet. 90 trillion living organisms on your body your body might be a whole planet to to some fucking alien or something who knows i mean yeah you know what i'm trying to say to like some little tiny light form so think about that what if like we are just some tiny little demodex mites on on a rock planet that's on the skin of like some ancient being or something i think that's what we are i think think about it i think it's inconclusive think about if we're if i'm an ecosystem with 90 trillion things on me that can like you know, move around and live and interact. They can, yeah. you know, they got to have a way to communicate and stuff. So you already know we're, we're fanatics about space yeah. and under the sea. So go ahead and add microscopic life to the list. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that is pretty interesting. That's interesting as fuck because you, you start looking at it. Living on me. Yeah. Like, Dust mites, got them little water bears, everything. Man. Yeah. That is interesting because, you know, like everything is, like you said, everything is kind of an ecosystem, including the human body. So mm-hmm. that's always interesting. Um, all right, so for my show and tell, a nigga got his brain stolen. Huh? Wait, what? <laughs> Einstein's stolen brain. So a lot of people don't know this. <laughs> nigga so, got his brain stolen. <laughs> I had to say it like that to make y'all go like exactly what y'all did. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? So um, he died in 1995, Albert Einstein did. Mm-hmm. And there was this pathologist named Thomas Harvey at Princeton Hospital co- conducted an autopsy in which he removed... Einstein's brain. brain. And so rather than putting the brain back in the body, Harvey decided to keep it for study. Okay. He was like, I'm just going to keep this nigga's brain. This is research. <laughs> this is my claim to fame. I'm just keep this nigga's brain. Harvard, um, um, Einstein's son wanted his 
dad's brain to be put back in his body. <laughs> <laughs> but then Harvey convinced him that, okay, it would help science if I just researched your dad's brain. Mm. And that's the end of that. But I thought it was interesting that somebody who was, he was considered so smart that when he died, the person who did the autopsy on his body took his brain out of his fucking body and put it aside and was like, okay, let me take this shit. You mind if I take this, bro? Okay, cool. I might want to look at this shit I might want to look at this shit a little later. So literally imagine you die, somebody takes your brain, and because you were revered as such a smart person while you were alive, they say, you know what? Your brain could help the science field. Like That, that is pretty interesting. Like, that's insane. Yeah, think about that. I, shit, if you were going to study somebody's brain, why not Einstein, I guess? Yeah. Uh, since he did come up with a lot of um, uh, important A lot of the shit I hate in school. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Einstein. <laughs> Thanks, Motherfucker. Einstein. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, man, I wonder if they found anything interesting. Maybe not. Or maybe they found something too interesting that they didn't want to tell anybody. They can't tell nobody. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, yeah, that shit was cool, though. Just in theory, like, oh, you took his brain and studied it. Interesting. Bro, I bet the government still has that shit. It's probably somewhere up in the White House somewhere. They're gonna, they're gonna put it in a chimp or something, a chimp clone or something. They have it like floating in like that little vase or whatever with the mm-hmm. light shining on it, and they're gonna be like, "This and is Einstein's fucking apes. brain, right?" Yeah. Caesar. All right, so <laughs> my show and tell. Um, shit, which one do I want to go with? Uh, okay, so did you guys know that there is a YouTuber that actually made it to professional football? Really? From, I did not from know that. Starting from YouTube? Yeah. So this guy, his name on YouTube is called Destroying, and he literally just makes tutorials on how to kick a football and, like, play kicker for football. That's literally what he does. And he was actually... <laughs> <laughs> really? Dale. And he's... he's Afri- he's Well, I wouldn't say he's completely African-American, but he, he does have some, like, Hispanic <coughs> roots, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but he moved to Florida when he was, like, a kid or whatever, and... He was he was a soccer player at first, and he was just like, hmm, let me just try football. And then he ended up being one of the finest niggas in high school as far as kickers are concerned. And then that got him a, a scholarship to the University of Central Florida. And, Damn. And, yeah, he started, he was their kicker for, like, a season. But then the NCAA noticed that he was making revenue from his YouTube channel. So they cut him from the football team because – you're not supposed to be making revenue Damn. if you're a student athlete. But that's his own Which his is own, fucked up, by the way. That's on his yeah. own time, too, though. Yeah, so that was a pretty big thing, right? And from that, I didn't know how his career as a football player was going to go because he chose YouTube over football. And he was, he was really just like, fuck NCAA. And then now, two years later, he's playing in the Canadian League as a starting kicker for the Toronto Argonauts. So I think... He has a pretty interesting story, you know what I'm saying? Being kicked off the football team for making YouTube videos. It's just, That's bullshit. It is Damn, you can't tell me what the fuck I'm what, what the fuck I gotta do when I lead a field, nigga. Like, what you mean? Yeah, exactly. So how much does CFL pay? Like, well, do you have do you have an idea what a salary is? Uh average CFL salary is about eighty thousand a year. Oh, okay. That's still generally it. good money. I'll take it. Yeah. So he he's getting paid for playing football. So he won. Yeah. Yeah. He came on the side yeah. with a W. That's like that's weird. Like, so why do you think they reprimanded him for doing that? Because he was making money. Oh, yeah. that guy's monetized it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Of Which course. Is whack. That's yeah. Because like, it it was really hard for him. Because like he was like, well, I love filming, but I love football. So he chose filming. Mm. Wow. Well, at least he came out making some money with the Canadian League at the end. And got yeah. to keep his YouTube. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and got to keep his YouTube channel. Right. Yeah, so Goddamn. Shout out to him. Hell yeah. <laughs> All right. So that was a very, there's a three very interesting show and tell segments you did, what I'm talking about. Um, oh, by the way, I'm going back to the Little Mid stories. You guys definitely comment <laughs> on what you thought was the funniest story <laughs> oh, yeah. or the craziest oh, story. Because, yeah. um, you know what I'm saying? We definitely got more of those to come. And I think that's all for this week, right? That's all for this week. Thank you guys for tuning in. Um, I'm King Ramil again in Huey's normal seat. Um, this seat does feel different, weird. Yeah, but um, you can follow me on Instagram at King, R-A-H-M-I-L, King Ramil on Instagram. You can check out our Lomi Productions Instagram page at Lomi Productions. And you can check out our Lomi YouTube page. Just type in Lomi in all lower caps. Uh, I'm Huey Revolution. You can follow me everywhere at Huey Revolution. That's H-U-E-Y-R-E-V-O-L-U-T-I-O-N. Yeah, that's, you know, 
YouTube, SoundCloud, Instagram, everywhere. And you can follow me on Instagram and SoundCloud and Twitter at Nemo the Zeus. I need some followers. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys for listening. We out. Peace. Later. Yeah.